Think about all of these books. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mini Habits by Stephen Guise. The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. What do all of these great writers continue to talk about over and over and over again? Well, if you're like most entrepreneurs, you too often make regrettable decisions. Most often, you're not even aware of them until you're too late. At the cost of your revenue, your team, and worse, your peace of mind. So how do we start seeing around the bend, if you will? How do you make the right decision every time? There's much to learn from a domino. If it's your first time here, I'm Jonathan Kendall, founder of Virtual Worker Now. My marketing systems have done over $100 million and I have 400 employees all over the world. Believe it or not, you're usually making more bad decisions than good ones. And that's slowing down your business, if not completely wreaking havoc on your future. Even one bad decision, in fact, can have a ripple effect that will cause long-term damage. So if you want to avoid these mistakes and make smarter choices for your company, you need to embrace the domino effect. On this channel, we share actionable, tactical business advice that will help you scale, but we keep it interesting by using lessons from philosophy, history, literature, and of course, books. With that said, let's dive in. Part one, getting started. What is the domino effect? In short, it's a decision-making framework. One domino can knock down a bigger domino, which will cause an even bigger one to fall over. One after another, after another, after another, the chain reaction goes up and up and up. Even a regular domino will eventually knock over a domino as tall as a skyscraper if you keep going. It's all about, as Albert Einstein once said, the unleashed power of the atom. From small comes the big. Never underestimate the power of one small decision. In every waking moment of your day, you're making these small decisions, ever choosing, what should I do next? And how do I spend my time next? An average person makes 3,500 decisions every day. And unless you're aware of these decisions, you end up hitting all of the wrong dominoes, the ones that hold you back from getting what you really want. But if instead you do the right thing over and over and over again, it will lead to the outcome that you want. This goes for every decision you make. What are you great at? What do you practice every day? What habits or choices hold you back? Every one of these micro decisions is a domino that can and often does affect your entire life. So mind your decisions. One wrong move can echo into an eternity. Steve Jobs says it this way. People think focus means saying yes to the thing that you've got to focus on, but that's not what it means. It means saying no to the other good ideas that there always are. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually proud of the things that I haven't done as much as the things that I have done. Innovation is saying no to 1,000 things. Think about all of these books. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Atomic Habits by James Clear. Mini Habits by Stephen Guise. The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. What do all of these great writers continue to talk about over and over and over again? Well, obviously, habits. Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. He is talking far more eloquently than I about the value of repetition. Tony Robbins says, habit is the mother of skill. Habits are like interest. What's the biggest predictor of wealth, by the way? What do you think? Age. Why? Well, you know how much Warren Buffett is worth? A lot. And I hate to break it to you, but no, he was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And in fact, 90% of his wealth was made over the age of 60. In fact, Warren Buffett didn't even become a billionaire until he was 50 years old. Most of his net worth was earned after his 50th birthday. But the thing is, 
Warren Buffett always had big ambitions from the start. He was always aware of the dominoes that eventually would lead to his success. Here's another anxiety-inducing example. If you fold a piece of paper 50 times, how tall do you think that paper will get? Most people guess a meter or two. That's what I guessed. I remember when I first read about this in The Price of Tomorrow, I guessed a few feet. But the answer is much scarier. Pause the video if you have to and really think about it. If you fold a piece of paper, one, two, three, if you fold it 50 times, what's your guess? How tall does this stack get? It would reach the sun. Punchline, we do not understand exponentiality even a little bit. This is why we use logarithmic curves in math. But even more importantly, you are what you repeat. So obviously, repeat the right things. So that's the basic level. But that begs the question, how can we use the domino effect to improve a business? Part two, intermediate. Let's go one level deeper. What is the next smartest step that you should make in your business? What's the right domino to hit? This is what you probably call strategy. And even though it's the most important step, it's also what most entrepreneurs fail to do. So how do you create a strategy? It's a buzzword, I know. Well, the first thing that you should have is, well, newsflash, a product, be it a service, a physical product, education, entertainment. If you don't have a product, you can't just go hitting random dominoes, spending money on marketing or posting to social media and expecting your business to scale. You don't even have a business yet. I know that sounds obvious, but you would not believe the number of people who want to start their social media channels for their business or dig into email marketing before they even have a product or a service to sell. Your product is is the most important domino. The first domino you can't screw up. Build something, test it, get it out into the real world and see if you have product market fit. But let's say you do have product market fit. What's after that? Well, you need to be able to actually sell the product. You need a point of sale or a POS, which in business terms means you need to have a funnel, a place where you collect money. That's the second domino that without it, you won't go anywhere. Then the third domino, which most startups usually fast forward to is another reason why they fail, is marketing. Organic marketing, paid push marketing, paid pull marketing, cold marketing, referrals, affiliates. Do you know which one is right for you? And how can you merge them together? Which one will create a bigger domino effect? Well, that's for a more advanced, different lesson on digital marketing. But either way, you need to drive traffic to your funnel. And then lastly, and might I add the most important is lifetime value or what's often referred to as LTV. This is where you go from a startup to a real live business. This is where the real transformation happens, which means you need to optimize for subscriptions, repeat customers, referrals, affiliates, and great customer service that delights your customers at scale. How do you do this? That's also for another lesson, but make sure you don't skip this step. Product, then point of sale, marketing, then lifetime value, and in that order. If you hit all of these dominoes, one after the other, you will transform your business. But there's even a deeper level here and another way that you can leverage the domino effect for your business, and that's hiring. Part three, advanced. As a leader, you cannot afford the time to hit hundreds of dominoes and make every minor decision for your team. This will only backfire and you'll burn out faster than rubbing alcohol. Instead, hire employees that you can trust to hit the right dominoes on your behalf. Jeff Bezos doesn't believe in making a hire just for the sake of filling an open position. He once told a coworker, I'd rather interview 50 people and not hire anyone than hire the wrong person. Imagine that. He'd rather throw away all the time, all the money, and all the effort spent on hiring than let someone who's not good enough be on his team. And Bezos has a point here. The domino effect of bad hire 
can be costly in more ways than one. Statistics show that the average cost of a bad hire is up to 30% of the employee's first year earnings. And that is just the cost of training and the risk of losing money with a bad hire. You're talking about $240,000 at stake. Not to mention, a bad hire impacts the rest of the team and can lower morale, which you do not want that to happen either. What you want to happen instead is to hire someone who can make the right decision. Not every single time, but at least most of the time. Someone with the potential to lead. Someone with the potential to grow with the company. Someone who you can trust. Steve Jobs says it this way. It doesn't make sense to hire smart people and then tell them what to do. We hire smart people so that they can tell us what to do. This should be on your mind in every interview that you conduct. Do not pick the best candidate if none of them are good enough. Who cares if you've spent a few weeks looking? Look again, keep looking, review your hiring process and make it impossible for a bad hire to pass through. Zappos is two interview types, one for abilities, experiences and qualifications, the traditional one, then another interview for the culture. And that's not all. When a candidate flies in for an interview, Zappos sends a shuttle to the airport and then they ask the driver if the applicant was a nice person in the car. This is how far that they're gonna go to make sure that they not only hire qualified people, but also good people. It doesn't matter how smart the candidate is if they are going to negatively impact the team and the culture. One bad apple can bring down the entire company culture. The executives at Zappos are aware of this and you should be too. So the third level of the domino effect is hiring. But what's next? Let's move on to a bigger scale, the CEO level thought experiments. Keeping track of the macro market of the entire economy, meaning noticing trends. Part four, mastery. What does it mean to use the domino effect in the market? Well, it means seeing around the bend for new trends that can transform, well, everything. The best example here is obviously AI, artificial intelligence, which is dominoing its way through the business world, and there's no stopping it. Will it be a force of good or evil? Will it disrupt us or will, it, will we use it to our advantage to give more value to more people at a cheaper cost? Well, the answer is for you to decide and for us to decide, but that requires that you keep up to date with the speed of change. Instead of cursing the fates, leverage their power. Amit Rai says, the coming era of artificial intelligence will not be the era of war, but be the era of deep compassion, nonviolence, and love. This will always be a choice that we're going to make, either consciously or unconsciously. It's a domino that's going to fall. So make sure that you're using it to create the effect that you want. Ray Kurzweil says the artificial intelligence will reach human levels by 2029. Follow that out further to say 2045, and we will have multiplied the intelligence, the human biological machine intelligence of our civilization by a billion fold. So guess who's aware of AI? All the big players, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, they are investing hundreds of billions of dollars in AI and also the metaverse. I'll give you an example from my own business, a relatively small small scale example. A few months ago, we worked with a copy editor who gave us a good deal and only asked for $5,000. But the thing is, my team creates so much content that even a higher level copy editor can't manage it. And because I'm always keeping an eye on the market, especially AI, I was aware of the progress of Grammarly. That's a software and it has made a lot of progress. It can now detect voice structure and grammar. So what did I do? I got Grammarly for the entire team. And do you know how much it cost me? $90 a month. So our cost went from $5,000 per editor, which does not scale, to $90 a month for the entire team. 
this is a lot of money per year, enough for us to launch a new product or invest in something that will create a bigger impact, like a studio, for example. Another domino that we can hit instead of overcompensating on an outdated solution. See how powerful this is? Just by simply being aware of the market and embracing the change instead of trying to avoid it, you can transform your business and your life. This is how powerful the domino effect is and why you should never make uneducated decisions. As a bonus here, in the description below, I added a link to some of the best AI tools that you can use for your business. If you're watching this years from now, they'll probably already be outdated and maybe we're living in the metaverse. I don't know. But for now, don't forget to check them out. If you don't, your competitors probably will and they're going to win. So to wrap it up, it's easy or rather lazy to make a decision without considering the consequences down the road. But unless you do, you might be blindly driving your business off a cliff. Every single decision you make is a domino for a future decision. It'll either transform your business into something that you've never dreamed of, or it could kill it. The domino effect, as you can see, plays a part in every business decision from what product you sell, who you hire, whether you're going to leverage AI in your business. It's so powerful and pervasive that you cannot, absolutely, you cannot ignore it because it's here either way. I hope that helped. Thanks for listening. Until next time.